Greenville Health System's mission is to heal compassionately, teach innovatively, improve constantly. And in that spirit, we present this special podcast series, Inside Health, brought to you by Greenville Health System. Here's Melanie Cole. It's that time again. Your kids have had their summertime fun, and now they have to get ready to go back into the classroom. What can parents do to ease this transition for their kids? My guest today is Dr. Joe Maurer. He's a pediatrician with Greenville Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Maurer. So what's the first thing you tell parents about getting their kids ready to go back to school? Because parents go skipping down the aisles, buying school supplies, and kids have that low-hanging look on their face. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Melanie. Um, it's, it is uh, going back to school, I think, is, is by the time it gets here, most parents are certainly ready for it. That's for sure. Uh, just the other day, my eight-year-old was sitting around the house complaining that she was bored. And so I said, uh, I said to her, it's, it's time to, to go back to school then. So, and she quickly found something to do. Um, the, the best advice I have for families um, is, is mainly just to get kids prepared mentally, uh, physically, emotionally. Uh, the, the biggest problem I see, and I know from some of the teachers I know, is if we do not make some transitions leading up to school and just throw them right back in, then they've got a good week or two even to adjust um, where they're not learning much and there are a lot of behavioral problems at home and at school. So I think there are ways that families can prepare for it and just to anticipate that for families is a great idea. So then let's start with what I think is one of the more difficult things to transition is the sleeping. They're used to going to bed quite a bit later and sleeping quite a bit later, but now we have to change that sleeping routine with especially teenagers is not easy to do. That's a great that's a great question. Most of the time the understanding is that we can only change sleep patterns by about 15 minutes to a half hour at a time and be uh, successful. Um, If you make bigger jumps than that, then a lot of times it's more difficult. It also takes about three or four days each time to to make those adjustments. So, um, and that's a a general rule. Sometimes kids will do better if you make bigger jumps. But my suggestion to families is to start about two weeks prior, um, at least a week prior, and just start to gradually ratchet that that sleep time um, back up so that uh, kids don't even really notice it. There's been many studies recently in the past few years to show that, that, that later school times uh, are really helping kids to learn, especially in the teenage years. Um, and a lot of schools have bought into that and are starting schools later. But the parents' responsibility on that end is to get kids to sleep on time, too, to make sure they get enough sleep. So I would agree with you. That is an important thing, uh, and it's very helpful if parents start about a week or two early and just slowly change the, the pattern. So along with getting them ready mentally and getting them to bed earlier so they can get up earlier, what about seeing their pediatrician for vaccinations and pre-participation school physicals? Definitely. It is important to do that. There are a lot of kids that are on certain medicines during the school year, and every school, most schools, I, would, I should say, um, want uh, the, the families to have a form filled out that says that they can have them in school. Um, if it be a breathing medicine, um, a behavioral medicine, any of those, the schools are going to want forms specifically filled out. Um, so the first 
week or two into school, we get a lot of families that are in a uh, panic because they didn't they didn't realize that. Um, so getting in to see the pediatrician is very good for that reason. And then there are certain vaccines that, that kids will need at, at um, ages, um, at different years. And just having that ready to go is also going to be helpful uh, going into the school year. And so do you recommend that children, that parents make their appointments earlier with their pediatricians for like those PPEs to get, get the kids into fall sports and get checked out? so that that way there's not this influx in your offices? Definitely. For for most pedi- pediatric offices, once school starts and kids start to share their snot with each other, um, it gets pretty, pretty busy uh, with just sick visits. And so over the summer, we anticipate a lot of physicals, sports physicals, and so we have many open slots and a lot of open time um, for those things to happen. It's also going to be easier because families don't have to take their kids out of school. Um, With about two, three weeks left in summer, um, I know here at our office we have plenty of spots open still for families to come on in to get those sports physicals done. So if they can, families can look ahead and think about, you know, a sport coming up even in uh, December, it'd be great. The sports physicals themselves last a full year. So even if it's a spring sport um, and they come in over the summer, um, most schools will, will, will um, those physicals that we do last a whole year. So um, it'd be great if families could come in now. That's such an important point to make. Thank you for saying that, Dr. Maurer. Now, what about keeping kids focused? Because they haven't had to think. Maybe you've tried to get them to read over the summer. So now they have to start to focus and, and read and study. How do we get them into that transition? So one of the ways that that I suggest to families is as kids, no matter what age they are at, you can can kind of focus this towards them. But I suggest that that over the week or two prior to going to school that they they try to give their kids more and more autonomy. And so um, because we have this habit of over the summer, all of us do, all parents do, of trying to manage things and, 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 um, and keep our, our sanity by organizing ourselves and our family life. And so leading up to school, uh, it's very important to try and pass over some of that autonomy back to the kids. And in doing that, it will stimulate their brains. It will get them back invested in school um, they'll take more ownership, and that's a very subtle but very good way to get them uh, back into the mindset and the attention um, that they will need to start back into school. Um, the other thing that is always helpful is to take chunks of time prior, and, and instead of just having kids read at random, take chunks of it and start to say, okay, we're going to sit down for a half hour today and read um, something that they will enjoy, um, but just to get their mind going again prior to getting back into school. And what about nutrition? What role does that play in, in getting our children back and ready to school because they sit around in the summer? Maybe they eat more junk food than they otherwise would. So how do you sort of ease them into that? They, I think that we all eat more junk food over the summer, don't we? I know I certainly do, um, which, uh, which, which I can tell also. Um, the, the, the main thing, I think the most important thing is the, the literature proves again and again that getting a breakfast before school, um, is, is crucial. 
Um, there in Greenville County, um, this, a lot of the schools have even started giving away free lunch, free excuse me, free breakfasts to to all students. Um, and so, even as an institution, we've realized how important that is. So, I think the first thing to encourage families to do the first week or two is is make sure kids are getting up early enough to eat a good solid breakfast. Um, that 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 is probably the one most important thing that families will overlook that that I think will be crucial. So, in just the last few minutes, Dr. Maurer, and it's such important information for parents to hear. Give your best advice for wrapping it up for us, getting parents to get their kids corralled after the summer and ready for a great school year. I think overall, the way that we approach going back to school, that that attitude is something that, that kids will pick up on. And so if families can take a step back and approach it with a, a an attitude of this is something fun that we are going back into. It's not the summer's over and we're going back to, to misery. Um, that, that Kids are going to pick up on that. And in every aspect that families work with their kids to prepare them, as long as they keep in mind, this is, they're going back into an opportunity to see their friends, to learn, to grow. Um, the structure's wonderful. And just to be very encouraging, if it is that they're dealing with the nutrition that we talked about, if they're dealing with uh, moving up the sleep habits like we talked about, um, all of those things, it's, a, it's an important part that, that as a family, um, everyone is on board, everyone's excited. I think that is probably the, the most crucial aspect of creating a good environment um, for for families, the 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 flip side or the other attitude would be um, speaking to them and saying, "I can't wait for you to get back to school. I'm tired of you." And so, uh, even though we might feel like that on some some level, not not that we're tired of our kids, but we're we're ready for a break too. I think just try and keep it as positive and 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 motivating as possible. Um, is very helpful. Thank you so much, Doctor. It's really great information. Thanks for being with us today. You're listening to Inside Health with Greenville Health System. And for more information, you can go to ghs.org. That's ghs.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.